I got 10 minutes till my next call. And I should be using, I should use this time to, like, actually upload some, uh, uh, you know, some stuff. Some, some files. Uh, some, yeah, some podcast files. But here I am. So it's, it's really, it's kind of an insane thing because it's like I'm just talking to myself. Until this actually goes out, it's like, if you record a, if a podcast is recorded in the woods and nobody's around to hear it, is it really a podcast? And by the way, is anything really a podcast anymore? Because is anybody listening to these on iPod? It's just, it's from iPods. Like I started listening to podcasts in 2005 because that was the first year that I got an iPod. I remember, uh, uh, local Albany sax legend Brian Patnode in 2004 coming into work and showing me his iPod. And I said, oh, my God, that's fucking awesome. But I can't afford such things. Uh, and I did, you know, I was like, eh, it seems like a lot of work, though. I'll continue to just burn CDs for the time being. And in uh, April of 2004 was my first uh, first time I signed up for iTunes and was like, holy shit, this is great. It's very expensive, but it's great. But I don't have to buy the whole album. I can just buy the song. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, and then somewhere in 2005, got an iPod and then just went crazy. Went just absolutely nuts. Just, oh, my God, so many songs. But then I would, like, I had it to auto uh, connect to my Mac. Um, it wasn't even a Mac. I didn't even have a Mac. It was just whatever P- whatever crappy PC that I had. And... Uh, and back in those days, I had it set to auto, you know, just as soon as you plug it in, it's going to reflect whatever your iTunes looks like. And I had like, I had changed some stuff, some stuff got deleted and I moved it. And so then when I plugged in my iPod, it like it wiped out a bunch of playlists and stuff. I'm, I'm still pissed about that, but not that much. Not, not that, not, it's not that bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, but yeah listen to podcasts and that made sense because i would download podcasts onto my ipod i had my espn insider subscription that gave you that crappy magazine it wasn't even glossy it was just like ugh. it was like an old it was like all like crappy like uh leaflets that you'd see like in a library somewhere that big giant es espn the magazine um i love how they used to joke that everything was called espn the because it, w- it was like ESPN the restaurant, ESPN the magazine, ESPN the blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, the people on ESPN would be talking about it. And like, yeah, I was I was at ESPN the cafeteria having lunch the other day. And Mike Golick walked in and blah, blah, blah. I, I thought that was funny. Uh, anyway, yeah, I had that ESPN Insider. And I would download. You have to go and manually download it and move it into your iPod folders. And I would download Mike and Mike. And I would download The Herd with Colin Cowherd, who had just taken over from uh, Tony Kornheiser's slot. And uh, Dan Patrick. It was Mike and Mike, Cowherd, Dan Patrick. And then, like, Eric Casilius, who I thought was good. And now he just, like, I don't know, he was doing golf for a while and then, like, NASCAR. And, like, I have no idea what happened to that guy. He must have pissed off somebody. But I liked I liked Eric Casilius. I didn't at first. He grew on me, though. Um, anyway, <laughs> what is all this? Uh, okay. I will not attend. <sighs> boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. 
folks, if you can, go get yourself a good project manager. If you're on projects, it's it's really can make or break like everything. It's you know, I sometimes joke about like, oh, PMs are just it's all useless. You can it's not. It's really not. A project manager does keep this shit on t- if they're good, they have a solid project plan. They're engaged with with vendors and with the business and with subject matter experts. They're keeping it all keeping the plates spinning. That's how it was originally described to me and that's exactly what it is. If you have a PM though who just keeps handing you the plates and a few others, uh you're you're in big trouble. And if you have a PM who uh, stands there holding one little plastic baby plate and saying, I need help with this plate too. Here, guys, take this plate. While you're spinning all the all the other plates that you should be spinning, but in addition to the ones that sh- sh- they should be spinning, <laughs> uh, you're, you're doomed. You're doomed. Um, and I'm just every day is a new level of just amazement of how how inept uh, a project manager can truly be. And I've also seen how fucking, <laughs> how useful they also can be. Yeah. Anyway. That's all. I don't know. Uh, so I, I, I got to run. I do have to run. I'm this, I'm having, <laughs> having not so great a day right now. Uh, gas is like five something. It was like a month ago that it was under $4. And it's like, okay, seems like we're turning the corner and maybe we've hit our peak and now things are going to slowly go down. And I understand gas is going to be more expensive now than it was, say, two years ago when nobody was driving anywhere ever. How often In 2020, how often did you fill up your gas tank? I think in October we took a couple drives to the mountains and I was like, okay, you got to fill up the gas tank. Uh... <laughs> And that was it. And uh, it was like two bucks. But you're filling up your gas tank, what, like, I don't know, every three months? I don't even know if it was that frequently. It was very rare. And uh, so I get that it's going to go up. But, man, this is fucking. But the uh, I guess the Republicans could have voted on that thing to, you know, to try and curb. And then they all voted against it. And so, but. That's the only way that they can blame the president for – which, again, it's like can somebody – can we just be mad at the oil companies for being such pieces of shit? Can we be mad at like lobbyists for making it like we should? There should be a time. I know we have like electric and hybrid and stuff like that. But like is, is there really not some kind of alternative thing? I, I, anyways, that's why I say the heist, the rails, public transit, come on. But that, but that wouldn't help the oil companies be really rich. And they, they might not have another chance to spill oil into the ocean and uh, kill uh, animals and things. Oh, man. I'm such a hippie in my old age. Such a fucking hippie. <laughs> but, yeah, got, you need that gas. Uh, I wish I had one of those, you know, that, that Ed Begley car, just a solar-powered uh, dune buggy that I could just ride around in, but I don't. So I got to go to the gas pump, and I go to the BJ's, which is the cheapest gas in town, and it was five-something. I couldn't even look. I'm like, okay, I, I get it. It's expensive. But I just fill up my car, like, every uh, every two days, so it doesn't feel 
<laughs> so the sting is like, okay, $16. Well, that's pretty reasonable. Except it's $16 like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> and now it's probably going to be more like $20, $30. I don't know. Anyway, I got to go. Uh, we'll, talk, we'll talk to you soon on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Uh, this was just pointless, but uh, maybe I'll post it. Maybe not. Okay, see ya.